What's going on, everybody? It is Sean Lou coming at you yet one more time. One more time. One more time. With another bit of content for your ears to hear. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in. I am Reverend Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Lou, and I am a uh, minister at the Word Evangelist Church, where my pastor is the prophet, Willie C. Townsend, my co-pastor is prophet C. Townsend. We are located in Chicago, Illinois. If you're in that part of town, come on out and have a have a sit down with us. Come listen to some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? We're only here to try to help you, you know, develop your life, your your spiritual life, your your mental life, you know, even your natural life. Because you know, everything affects everything. You know what I'm saying? If 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 you're hurting spiritually, then in some kind of way you're hurting naturally. If you're hurting naturally, in some kind of way you're hurting physically. It, 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 you know what I'm saying? We're trying to help, you know, heal the whole man. You know, it's not about um, membership. It's not about, um, you know, for us, it's not about membership or tithes and offering and this and that, that and this. Don't get me wrong. Of course, we do collect those things because the Bible tells us to. But our main focus is on saving the soul. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the main focus that we have. So just come on out. Come listen to us. Hey, we've got good stuff. If you can't make it out, then check us out on YouTube. You can check out just Boot Up Prophet Townsend or Boot Up Word Evangelistic Church. We'll come up with with with, with a whole big list of live stream stuff that you can check us out. Um, you know, you can look us up on wordevangelisticchurch.com. Um, we're on Facebook, uh, Google. You know, just check us out. We're all over the web. Um, and let's go ahead and get rolling, right? You guys came here to listen to some good stuff. Okay, so um what our message for today is is we are going to go with knowledge i know that i have been kind of like jumping around because you know like i said it's like a lot of times i want to deliver one message and then another message maybe maybe put on my spirit or on my heart or on my mind and then i want to go into that message but you know all in all it's all you know the word of god all in all it's all something that is beneficial to listen to um this is stuff that i'm telling you that i've had to learn through my christian experience through my christian walk and i mean hey look some of it was kind of hard some of it was not easy to overcome some of it was hard but it was worth it and it wasn't necessarily hard because of outside forces it was hard because of whatever discipline that I, as an individual, lacked to come up to, or to lack to obtain, or whatever the case may be. So, having said that, you know, you got to understand that when you're serving God, you know, part of it is faith, but another big part of it is discipline, all right? Um, so, you know, when you get people who are always like, oh, well, I can't, I can't, I can't, it's because that individual lacks discipline to move forward and to do it, okay, which is going to be somewhat, now I may not necessarily be talking about discipline in this message, but it will also, this is also another factor as to why individuals are always saying what they can't do, today we are going to cover knowledge, now I'm coming from the scripture, coming from 2 Peter, the first chapter starting at the fifth verse, and it says, and besides this, giving all diligence as your faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity, right, so, these are all the things that an individual should be growing in, am I correct, okay, now, understand this, the same way that an individual uh, goes to get knowledge 
in something they don't understand. It's the same way you should be getting knowledge in God, right? You should not just be having it be where you are just relying on outside sources. And when I say outside sources, I mean, okay, you're being taught by your pastor, right? Okay. Now, uh, the Bible tells us that after the people heard the people, heard the, the, the apostles or the prophets or whoever, after they heard them preach, they said that these individuals went and they studied for themselves to make sure that these things were so. Okay, you need knowledge all the way around. You need to read up on the word of God and then you need to let the, your spiritual leader break down what the word of God is trying to tell you. Why? Because when you study for yourself, this helps you to develop your own mind. I said your own mind, not your own righteousness, not your own way. Okay, again, not your own righteousness and not your own way, your own mind. In other words, it teaches you to think for yourself. Okay, now what a problem and the reason why I brought that out is with knowledge, you know, a lot of people are a bit, they're kind of absent-minded with a lot of things. They're just like, they're just, they'll just take any, like if, if, if somebody says something automatically, they're gullible enough to just believe that. Unfortunately, there are people out there that are just gullible. They believe anything you have to tell them. You can tell them the sky is purple. And if you have a convincing enough argument, they'll be, oh, okay, man, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can tell them whatever and they'll just go along with it. But see, when you're dealing with your, 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 your mind, now, this, don't get me wrong, as everybody knows, I always speak from a, uh, from a perspective as a minister of speaking to individuals who are saved and to those who should get saved. But now I'm speaking in general. Whether you want salvation or not, I'm speaking in general. You need to have it set up in your head that you can go after knowledge and obtain it for yourself. That you can think for yourself. That the same way you go and you get knowledge about things that you don't know, things you want to know, things you want to buy, you need to go and get knowledge pertaining to anything you go to do. Now I'm going to flip back to being a minister. Now this pertains especially to the Word of God. Okay? With anything you go to do in life, you need to go and get knowledge of it. We go and we investigate products. We go and investigate companies. Hell, you got to where people investigate people that they're dating. You go on these websites. You are like, look at those people that go on dating websites, right? What do they do? They go on these dating websites. Oh, first thing that they want to do, they want to check out their profile. Oh, they're a doctor. They're a lawyer. They're a mechanic. They're this. They're that. They live here. They live there. They drive a car. Blah blah. blah. You know what I mean? Whatever goofy stuff, right? But here it is when we deal with God. For whatever reason, people leave knowledge out. This is the reason why God told you to add knowledge. Here's the reason why. Because he understands that Satan is coming to deceive you. Okay? The devil's coming to deceive you and he's coming to take everything from you that he can. Alright? When Satan comes in, the Bible says that Satan comes to kill still and to destroy. So therefore, this means that what Satan is trying to do to the fullest, Satan is trying to make it be where he takes everything from you. He takes all things and he puts in what he wants you to have. He gives you what he wants you to know. He leads you down a path that he wants you to go down. But see, God is trying to help you lead you in the right direction. He's trying to give you a way to get out of, of the snares and the hands and the clutches of the devil and of hell and of bad situations in life. 
But you're getting where a lot of people, they wind up walking right into these things. Why? Lack of knowledge. Is it just lack of knowledge of the word of God? Not just, not just a lack of knowledge of the word of God. Lack of knowledge of life. Because see, when you're taught well, you can do better in life. Like I said, if you knew better, you do better, right? You hear a lot of people say that. If you knew better, you do better. Well, what again? Hence the key word. If you knew, knew is a word. Is a, is is a is is one of those you know uh, uh, form. Yeah, it's a form of the word knowledge. To know, to you know what I'm saying. I knew something, or I know something. That knew the word knew or know is a form of the word knowledge. So therefore, if an individual knows to do, then that individual is less likely to fall into the hands of a trap. He's less likely to fall into the hands of a scam. He's less likely to fall into the hands of somebody that's just trying to take advantage of you. You want to see a prime example? Look at a lot of churches out here. You got a lot of churches that are out here that people are just running to, they're flocking to by the dozens. And, and why? Because these people are telling you what you want to hear. These pastors are up there lying to you, telling you, oh, God is just love. They're not talking about the other side of God that is full of wrath, that's full of jealousy. They're not telling you about the other side of God that will judge you and will, according to his word, judge you, judge you according to his word and put your soul in hell. They're not looking at that. No, they're just telling you, oh, God is love. Oh, God understands. God is a forgiving God. Don't get me wrong. God is love. God does understand. God is a forgiving God. But this is what all, all of those three same reasons are the main reasons why God gave you this word. Let's look at naturally, right? If there were no rules naturally, people would do whatever they want. People would run rampant. And then if you come to them and say, hey, you shouldn't do that, or that seems like it's bad. It's like, oh, you know, I really didn't realize that. I didn't think about it that way because, hell, there's no rules or anything that says, that speaks against it. We've all ran into somebody, or we've all done something, where somebody came and they talked to us or talked to the other individual and said, hey, you can't do that. And what was the first thing we said? I didn't know. Nobody told me you couldn't do that. Nobody told me you couldn't go in that room. Nobody told me that we couldn't use this object nobody told me you know what i'm saying that you know if when we had the lack of knowledge we were just doing it with no, with no conscious we're just to doing it but then notice once we got the knowledge of it notice how it was that either a we stayed away from it or b you still had it where those that were hard-headed enough to still try to go and pretend like nobody told them anything notice how that when they got caught doing it again using it again and still in the same bad areas now they were punished now they were you know what i'm saying there was some type of, of of action that came after hey the security guard said hey i told them that they weren't allowed to do this the boss said hey didn't i tell you you're not allowed to sleep on the job you know goofy stuff like that okay now that you knew and you're still doing it, there comes consequences. So you got a lot of people out there in the world. They all know about God. All of them. I don't care who they are. Because even the Bible says that all creation has knowledge of God's eternal power and Godhead. When you look at the sun, when you look at the moon, when you look at life, when you look at creation. The first thing everybody wants to say is, oh, well, the theory of evolution and the Big Bang Theory and this and that, that and this, blah, blah, blah. Hence, all of those are theories. 
But when I pick up the Bible, it doesn't say the holy theory. It doesn't say biblical theory. It says the holy Bible. And when I read the Bible, the Bible says thy word is truth. And then it also tells me to worship God in spirit and also in truth. Now, notice, this is the main thing I'm talking about. When it comes to people having knowledge, they will look at theory more than they will look at the truth. Why? Because people are always trying to divert their attention away from the word of God. But to an individual who has the knowledge, such as me, such as my pastor, such as other people who are truly saved, when people are trying, when the people are keep their focus on the word of God and on God and on the things of God, people call them a fool. But they call Darwin a genius. They call all these other scientists who believe in, 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 in evolution, they call them geniuses. But they call them people of God fools. They call us gullible. But they're the ones following theories while we're following the truth of the word of God. This is the reason why you've got to have your own knowledge. Have your own mind. Because see, if we didn't have our own mind, we'd go with the masses. We'd go with everybody else. You want to know why? It's easy. Because that's what knowledge points to. Schools don't teach you about God unless you go to some type of religious school. But if you are somebody like me who went to a public school, they're not necessarily too much teaching you about God. All right? They used to have it where prayer was in the school way back in, I don't know, was it the, I, don't, I forget when, the 50s and 60s or whatever, I don't know. But that was way, way, way back then. They took, they took prayer out of school. They separated church from state. Notice how down through the years, if you look at it down through the years, they got rid of God more and more and more and more and more out of the people's minds. Don't believe me? Look at how much Christmas is still Christmas. Now, I understand that to some of the audience, this, you know, you, this is what you're used to. But when I was a kid, when I was a child, Christmas decorations, were, um, of course, you had Santa Claus and Frosty and all that other kind of stuff, but the, uh, the, the, the manger scene where you had Joseph, Mary, and the baby Jesus and the barn and the animals around that, everybody had that outside of their house. Why? Because Jesus, as everybody says, is the reason for the season. You know, everybody uses that slogan. Jesus was, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was mainly doing it to celebrate the birth of Christ. But now... Now, when you look at Christmas, everybody says they don't want to use the word Christmas. Everybody would much prefer to use the word Xmas. They don't want to use the word Christmas. They want to say Happy Holidays. They don't want to use the word Christmas. They want to say, uh, 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 you know, uh, they, they, they're just, you know, they use all kinds of different terminology. Why? Because an individual with knowledge, we know this. They're trying to take Christ out of everything. They're taking Christ out of Christmas and holidays and, and, and they're taking it out of people's family homes. They're taking it out of the church. And they're putting more and more worldliness. They're putting more and more philosophy. They're putting more and more history. They're putting more and more of, 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 of you know, science of the mind. They're putting all kinds of why, why, why? 
Because if you weaken an individual's ability to think, if you weaken an individual's knowledge of something, then this leaves them open for you to put whatever you want them to know. Notice children, they don't know anything. So notice when a parent, they tell a child something, they just tell them, look at how they feed a child information, and the child just goes along with it. But that's what people are trying to do. That's what, and the reason why is because you got to understand the Antichrist is coming. What does this have to do with the whole saga that I'm talking about? And add to your faith, knowledge, virtue, hatred, patience, and all the other kind of things. Because here's the thing. If you don't know what's happening, why it's happening, and things of that nature, then it makes it easy for you to be deceived. It makes it easy. This is the reason why God told us add to our faith all of these different contexts so that we're not deceived, so that we're not led astray, so that we can know and determine what is truth and what is not. So that we know and can determine what is the right way to go in God and what is not the right way to go in God. See, when you have knowledge of something, this means that you are fully, well, this means that you, 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 you're up to date on it. Some cases you may not be fully up to date on some things, but you have a decent understanding of what's going on. You get what I'm saying? When you have a decent understanding, when you have the knowledge of how things are going on, what's going on around you, what's to come, what happened before in the past, it makes it hard to deceive you. It makes it hard for somebody just to tell you something and you just go along with it. Notice an individual with knowledge. Now, be it you have, be it, be it we're talking spiritual knowledge or natural knowledge. Notice an individual with knowledge. It's hard to deceive them. Notice how you go and tell somebody who has the knowledge of something. If you go and say, hey, um, you know, I'm just saying something goofy, something random. Hey, um, you know, cars, um, you know, the transmission in a car is what uh, uh, is, is basically the main part of the, of the whole vehicle. You know, the transmission, you know, the engine doesn't mean anything. Now, you get an individual who, does, who doesn't know anything about cars and say, really? It's the transmission that's everything? The engine doesn't mean anything? Oh, man. Wow, I didn't know that. But you get an individual who knows cars. And you says, you know, the, the engine doesn't mean anything in a car. It's just a transmission. They don't look at you like you're stupid. They're going to say, what the hell are you talking about? Without an engine, the car is nothing. Now, don't get me wrong, it does need a trans. But to say that the engine is nothing is a foolish statement. They'll be able to, you know, they'll be able to break that down. Why? They have the knowledge. You go to an individual that knows how to work on cars and you tell him, oh, hey, yeah, you know, um, he go, you go and say, hey, uh, my car is doing, you know, is acting funny. Now, individual with knowledge automatically First thing they'll ask you, what is it doing? The reason why I'm using cars is because I'm a mechanic by trade. They'll say, you know, what is it doing? And then you explain it to them, and then they have a decent idea of the different things that it could be. You say, uh, well, when I go to start the car, it's hard to start. They'll ask you other questions. Why? Because of the knowledge that they have and the past experiences that they have with this all of this knowledge that they have they know the right kind of questions to ask to try to get to a general at least if nothing else at best a general idea of what you should do with your car it's the same way in god 
you go to a man of God or a woman of God who has the knowledge of God, who has the knowledge of the word of God, and then you come and try to say something off whack, we can already tell you, no, that's not the way it goes. And we have the scriptures to back it up. We've got the knowledge of the word of God to back it up. We've got past experiences in our own lives to back it up. We've got teaching to back it up. We've got all this stuff. Why? All of this stuff adds to the knowledge that you have. You're an individual on your job. You know your job inside out. Why? You've got the full knowledge of how to do your job. But you go tell somebody who doesn't know how to do your job. You go and tell somebody who doesn't know the truth, who doesn't know the truth and has no knowledge of the word of God. You go and tell somebody who doesn't know nothing about God. You can tell them anything. Notice, 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 notice. Um, uh, when an end of, you get a new student at a school or a new student at a job, I mean, not a new student at a job, but a new employee at a job, right? Notice how, you know, sometimes, in school more times than, more times than others, but at some jobs, you get it where, because I know in the mechanic industry, we do it all the time. You get it where you could, somebody comes in, they don't know nothing about, you know, working on cars or trucks or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? They come new to the job and we tell them to do stupid, goofy stuff. Nothing that's going to hurt them, of course, but we tell them to do little goofy, stupid stuff because we know that they don't know, so we mess with them. But then, 10 years, 15 years down the line, if that person still decides to stay in the automotive industry and they're still mechanics or working on cars or whatever industry they're in where, you know, people mess with them at first, they take that knowledge and notice they go mess with somebody else. Or if they see somebody else being messed with, they just go tell them, hey man, they're just messing with you. You don't got to do that. That's, you know... They just, they just do that to get a laugh out of you, you know. But why? How, how, is it that, how is it that you're either able to mess with somebody else or be help somebody else who's being messed with? You have the knowledge of what's going on. See, it's so important that an individual adds knowledge to everything that they have going on in God. Because when you don't have the knowledge... Satan can come in and easily lead you in any way, shape, or form, fashion that he wants you to. See, Satan will come and he'll tell you all the good things. Okay, for example, here's a very good example. You get it where a lot of people, they come quoting scriptures, right? You get it where a lot of times people come quoting scriptures, they come talking about God, they start talking all religious and this and that, that and this. And they go out trying to witness to people in that same manner, right? You go witnessing to people talking about, oh, yeah, you know, we go to such and such church. Uh, you know, church is held from this time to this time. We praise God. We have a great time. The word of God goes forth, this and that, that and this, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Right? Okay. Now, in the process of all of that, they done told them all this stuff. Now, this individual, let's just say this individual, has no knowledge of church. They have no knowledge of the word of God. They have no knowledge of how the things of God are supposed to operate and run in a decent church. So they go to this church. The pastor gets up there and preaches for about five, ten minutes. The choir is up there singing for about half an hour to 45 minutes. They're going to think that that's the way that church is supposed to go. They're going to pass around the collection plate for offerings, for tithes, for the building fund, for the children's fund, uh, you know, for, you know, all these different, you know, all these different offerings. And it's like, they're not going to know any better because they don't. But you get an individual who has God. Now, let's look at now. You get the individual who knows God. And somebody comes and says, hey, 
You're new to town. Hey, we've got a church, this and that, that and this. Okay. I'll go check it out. Would they ask the individual what kind of stuff messages does he preach? No, they're just going to go check it out for themselves. You want to know why they're going to go check it out for themselves? Because they understand that although these people may be witnessing, they still have a knowledge of how people are. These people are just trying to recruit people for the church. So they're going to tell you anything. So they understand they can't really... So they go to the church, right? Now you go into the church. The moment that they see that the pastor only preaches for about five or ten minutes, they're going to automatically think something's wrong. And especially if he does not have a message. If his message is just a Bible story. If his message is just a testimony. And, if his message, and don't get me wrong, Bible stories and testimonies are a part of church. But that shouldn't be the whole message. There should be something in there that touches people's lives. There should be something in the message that helps an individual to grow. That helps an individual to get delivered. That helps an individual to get saved. That turns somebody on to God. And when I say turn them on to God, I mean gives them full knowledge and understanding of who God is and what God can do in their life. There should be something in this message that touches the individual, mind, body, and soul. There should be something in this message that helps lead this individual in the right direction towards God and towards the Word of God. But here it is. Other than the Bible story, they don't have any word in the message. Other than the testimony, they don't got nothing going on. It's just, oh, and the Lord did this, and sister such and such was walking, and it's just like the woman in the Bible with the issue of blood, and you know, they're getting a bit just then after they do that you know the pastor halfway pretend like he's falling out and you know he go and collapse on his chair with his little handkerchief and you know everybody's up singing and then you've got the congregational song that everybody's sitting around jumping around acting a fool on then you get it where after the congregation begins okay the congregation song ends okay hey all right we done praise god because the pastor done according to them preached a great message which he didn't preach nothing an individual with knowledge knows that he didn't preach anything. So therefore, now the choir starts singing. Now the choir, like I said, choir sings. Doggone it, the pastor preached for about five, ten minutes. The choir's up there for about 20, 25, 30, 45 minutes. And it's just song after song after song. And then, you know what I'm saying, in the process of this, now we do an offering. And it's like, where the hell, where's the... An individual with knowledge compared to the individual not without knowledge. The person with knowledge is sitting around like, what the hell, what is this? This isn't church. This is this is this this is just a show. But the individual with no knowledge would think, I've been to church. I had an experience. All because of lack of knowledge. All because of what they thought. Because they don't have any, enough knowledge to be able to say, this is how things are supposed to go. In my clothes, my main message always, find a good church people. Find a really good church. Find a pastor that's led by the Spirit of God. So that in this way, you can be taught. You can get knowledge of God. Get knowledge of the Word of God. Otherwise, any religion can tell you something and they can lie to you. Any pastor can get up there and tell you something and say, Oh yeah, you belong in this church so that he can collect more tithes. Like I said, I said this once before in another message. You get it where a lot of these people, they go flock to these mega churches. They go flock to these pastors who have no message. Why? Because these people don't have true knowledge of God. But individuals like myself, my pastor, and other people who are preaching the truth, 
who are giving the word of God out the way that it's supposed to be giving out, who's trying to help reveal that you are supposed to be serving God, not an individual, who's revealing how things are supposed to go in the world of, of God and, 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 and church and things like that. Those of us who are really putting out a decent message, you won't hear too many people supporting us. But here's the thing about us. You can tell those who are truly for God and those who are not. If you go to a pastor and he says, it's not about your tithe. It's about your obedience to the word of God. It's about your soul and your salvation. It's about your relationship with God. It's about you getting to heaven. You get somebody like that who can back that up. Like me, like my pastor, like, you know, there's others out there who, who like, then you know. But at least that's a good start. You know, at least that's a good start. Now, providing the message that they preach after that, okay, but but you get somebody who's up there and that, that, they, that's, everything is just a show. Everything is just jumping around and hooping and hollering. No works. Now, you take those two same individuals after church. Everybody's talking about they're going to the club. They're going to go have a drink. People are going to go hook up. The person with knowledge automatically knows that's not the way a church is supposed to operate. And you'll never see them back at that church. But the person without knowledge will think, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. This is how a church is supposed to be. And if they ask questions, oh, well, this and that, then you get it where they get Somebody just gives all oh, the Lord understands. The Lord knows my heart. The Lord, yes, the Lord does know your heart. Hence the reason why he preaches the truth of the word of God. Hence the reason why he has a true man of God who's a good example to lead a flock of individuals to God. Got to be careful out there, people. Knowledge is very, very, very important. Because without knowledge, Satan can easily take your salvation. Without knowledge, Satan can easily... And the reason why I opened up the message... With you have to go after your own. You know what I'm saying? You should go after, you know, you should go after things for yourself. Go get your go get knowledge. Go after it for yourself. It's because when you stand before God in judgment, there is a good possibility God is going to ask you. Why didn't you go and find this out for yourself? Why didn't you? Go figure this out for yourself. See, a lot of people are going to try to say, Lord, I didn't know. Lord, I didn't know. Lord, I didn't know. But see, there's one thing I know about God. God is wise. And God is going to look at all the other stuff you didn't know in life. And when he looks at all that other stuff he, that you didn't know in life, he's going to find out how you found out about it. You didn't know that this job was available. But when somebody told you about it, you surely went on Indeed or LinkedIn or whatever website or whatever it is to go find out. You know what I'm saying? You didn't know how to get from Illinois to to Wisconsin, but you went on MapQuest. You went and bought a bought a, 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 a dog on roadmap. You went and bought all these. You know what I'm saying? You went and asked other people, hey, have you ever been to Wisconsin? How do I get there from, you know, where I am now? You know? God's going to bring up all that. Okay, so you mean to tell me you didn't know nothing about going after me, but you found out how to get from point A to point B. You found out how to get from your house to this new job that you wanted. You found out how to please your wife. You found out how to please your husband. You found out, you know what I'm saying, the spot to hang out that everybody said, hey, 
come on out to such and such, such and such, you know, come on out to Mickey's bar, you know, you didn't know how to get to Mickey, but you asked somebody, hey, how do I get to Mickey, send me some directions, you, you know what I'm saying, God's gonna look at all that, you found out how to get to the pub, you found out how to get to the store, you found out how to get to your job, you found out how to get to Wisconsin Dells, Great America, Disneyland, Dog on Disney World, you found out how to get to you found out all this other stuff. But you mean to tell me that you couldn't for yourself find out how to get me in your life? Getting knowledge is very important. This is the reason why the Bible says add to it. Because it's an individual's job. Individual's job, meaning it's your job to get it. Yes, it will be preached to you. Yes, it will be given to you. But it's your job to accept it. can't just always look at it it's the pastor's fault it's the church's fault it's this no god's gonna look at you because he gave you your own mind to think also he gave you your own ability to go after things and figure things out and do things so with him giving you all of that he's gonna look at it why didn't you use that to the fullest you knew that man didn't put the moon in the sky why didn't you go and investigate who did you knew man doesn't control the sun so why didn't you go and investigate who did? You know that man is only a vessel of how childbirth happens. Man doesn't create life. Why didn't you go and investigate where life comes from? Oh, well, you know, they told me in school that, you know, uh, it happened because of, you know, uh, the theory of evolution. Again. Okay, but that's a theory. In other words, this is a general idea this is a a probability uh, uh, a hypothesis this is what could have happened but they don't know if this actually happened they can't say it's a theory so they think that this might be what happened but I say all through the word of God that the word of God is true so why didn't you go in and find the truth why did you believe a theory over the truth? Imagine having to have that conversation when you stand before God. Imagine having to explain that to God, why you believe a theory more than you believe truth. I'm going to go ahead and leave you with that thought, guys. As you all know, I am... Reverend Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Lou. I am a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church, one of the reverends at the Word Evangelistic Church, where the pastor and leader of the church is Prophet Willie C. Townsend, along with his wife, co-pastor, Prophetess Denise Townsend. We're located in Chicago, Illinois. Check us out on Google. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Either check out Prophet Townsend or check out Word Evangelistic Church. Either way, we'll, you'll, you'll see our you know, you can tell my pastor. My pastor always has on some very, very, very nice suits. He's always got a very nice, nice, very vibrant color suit. Trust me, you'll know him. All right, short guy with glasses, you know, but teaches, teaches, teaches. Him and his wife are always dressed sharp, but he teaches. Don't focus on what he's wearing. Focus on what he's telling you. What an individual is wearing is not going to get you into heaven. What an individual is telling you according to the word of God will. The teaching will get you in heaven. 
The truth will get you in heaven. The word of God will get you in heaven. So make sure you listen. Listen, because that's the important factor. And then when you listen, take action on what you hear. Hey, guys. Again, this is Reverend Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Lou. Be safe. Stay safe. No, stay safe. Be safe. I'm still working on my slogan, okay? Stay safe. Be safe. God bless.